Hey guys, how are you all doing? Hope you're enjoying your day so far. In today's video, I want to go over the epic fight between Obi-Wan Kenobi and Black Chrysanthemum. This is actually how he got his scar on his eye. So let's go through the comic panels and then we can talk about it. I think this will come in handy to see Black Chrysanthemum's actual ferocity and his fighting prowess when he comes close to fighting Boba in the Book of Boba Fett. Now, even though Obi-Wan was in exile across the Dune Sea, he did struggle to stick to his oath to protect Luke Skywalker and teach him the ways of the Force. It was a very hard job, especially more and more difficult because Uncle Owen confronted Kenobi and forbade the Jedi Master from ever seeing Luke. But that all changed when the killer Wookiee bounty hunter Black Chrysanthemum arrived on Tatooine. On that day, the Wookiee nearly beat Uncle Owen to death. And how did Obi-Wan Kenobi and Luke save him? Well, that's what we're going to get into today. So could this be something that we might see in the Kenobi show? Imagine Black Chrysanthemum fighting Obi-Wan Kenobi and imagine him beating the crap out of Uncle Owen. Honestly, to me, Uncle Owen was like my least favorite character. I just felt like he made everything so difficult and he's kind of the reason that things took so long in the galaxy to shift into the way that they did with Luke helping Anakin return and beating the Emperor. But hey, maybe that's the way it needed to go. I just feel like Obi-Wan could have been training Luke since the very beginning and frankly, I really don't know why he even listened to Uncle Owen. But anyways, that's for a different theory. So Obi-Wan always tried to not intervene in the affairs of Jabba the Hutt and his thugs. He just tried to stay low and do his best. Now, these thugs would scour the planet, they would bully residents, especially moisture farmers, into paying taxes to Jabba. If they didn't cough up credits, then Jabba's thugs would beat or kill them, and then take what they wanted. So when those same dudes arrived outside of Uncle Owen's house, Obi-Wan intervened. It was night, and Obi-Wan stuck in the shadows. I've covered a few videos on this as well, but essentially he beat the crap out of them, and after they returned to Jabba's palace, the thugs could only say someone or something had bested them in the desert not knowing who exactly it was that it was actually Obi-Wan Kenobi, a Jedi Master. So Jabba placed a bounty for a mysterious troublemaker. This is where Black Chrysanthemum, the terrible Wookiee bounty hunter who had defeated Chewbacca in battle, was there to answer the call. Standing there in the sands of Tatooine with the twin suns blazing down upon his thick black fur, the Wookiee bounty hunter had heard enough. After a briefing from Jabba's henchmen about an attack on their men during the Great Water Drought, the Wookiee left the scene of the crime with purpose. Now, the only person that he could find was Uncle Owen, and with his homestead perfectly in sight of the place where Kenobi fought off the thugs in order to keep Luke and his family safe, it was a perfect setup for thinking that Uncle Owen was responsible for all of this, when in reality, of course, it was Obi-Wan. At the homestead, family woes were being patched up. After a particularly shaky ride through Beggar's Canyon in his T-16 Skyhopper, Luke had been grounded by Owen. Now, Luke was growing up very fast. He had a very strong connection to the Force, and it meant that he could do things that others couldn't. Things that Owen knew were too dangerous for a child. His reflexes were very attuned, just like Anakin's. But Owen had time to reflect, and felt that he had perhaps pushed his nephew away too far. So, to patch things up, he gathered some parts from Tashi Station to help rebuild the craft with great remorse. He shouted through the house looking for Luke, and no sound was returning. Luke was mysteriously absent. As Owen called out for his wife, Baru, danger arrived, in the form of a large, tall, hairy hand grabbing the farmer's mouth and pulling him away. Black Chrysanthemum had arrived. Meanwhile, out across the sand dunes, Luke was leaving home for what he thought was for good. For him, the next stop was the stars. He was running away. He stomped his feet into the sand with no plans to return, but then he sensed something was off. Luke looked back at his home and immediately knew something was wrong. It was something he had always feared. 
With farming droids smashed and parts of the house in disarray, he came across his Aunt Brew, scared and clothes torn. Desperate to know what had happened, she tried reassuring the boy as he clutched a blaster rifle. She could not and would not let him near any danger. Demanding he lock himself away in the mechanical bay, she rushed off to find her husband and warn their fellow farmers. Luke, clearly unwilling to let his family fall into harm's way, had other ideas. Chrysanthemum had dragged Owen up onto the jagged rocks of the wide open plain. It was obvious to the bounty hunter, the fight taken place right in front of Owen's house, whoever or whatever had fought Jabba's thugs was likely protecting Owen and his family. If he tortured the moisture farmer long enough, then that mysterious warrior might show up yet again. The defenseless farmer took a sizable beating, ranging from punches to electric shocks at the hands of the bounty hunter. As Chrysanthemum senselessly roared, Owen painfully screamed. To little avail, Owen tried to reason with the Wookiee, even though he knew that due to their communication barrier, there was no way of getting through. But suddenly, the beast stopped. Obi-Wan Kenobi had arrived. Having felt the disturbance in the Force, Kenobi rushed to Owen's aid, willing to put all the differences over Luke aside. It was only a few days earlier that Owen had showed up at Kenobi's front door, yelling at the old Jedi, telling him to stay away from Luke. Obi-Wan was very hurt by the argument, but he understood it. Owen was right from a certain point of view, after all. Luke would be safer if he didn't learn the ways of the Force. If he could hide here on Tatooine for the rest of his life, he could live well and perhaps find peace. But today showed one thing. The Force wouldn't let this small corner of Tatooine avoid its fate. Before engaging the Wookiee in combat, Obi-Wan had to calm himself. He was afraid. Which is interesting for, you know, a Jedi Master who had fought so many battles in the Clone Wars. But I do believe he was afraid. Time perhaps had made him doubt himself. He was outnumbered. There were no other Jedi left other than him and Yoda that he really knew of. So after a few seconds, he gathered himself and revealed himself as the man who fought Jabba's thugs. Well, here I am, Bounty Hunter. I'm the man you're looking for. And raising his hand into the air, Kenobi tried to use an old Jedi mind trick to send Chrysanthemum away, but it didn't work. I was really hoping that it was going to work. He was hoping that he wouldn't need his lightsaber, because then everyone would know that he was a Jedi and he was here on this planet, and then they would know who Luke was. Black Chrysanthemum quickly grabbed Kenobi and opened his massive jaws. With his big fangs, the Wookiee bit his teeth into Obi-Wan's arms, drawing blood. Then he wrapped his arms around Kenobi's neck and held him into the air. Tempted to kill the warrior, Chrysanthemum had to stop himself. He needed to keep Kenobi alive. As if he weighed nothing, the Wookiee tossed Kenobi onto the ground. Now, if you guys didn't know, Wookiees were exceptionally strong. They could rip the arms off of anyone and beat them with it, especially in a fit of rage. Now, the bounty hunter wanted to keep Kenobi alive so that he could bring him back to Jabba and Jabba could watch him suffer. Jabba was like that. Reaching for a different weapon, Chrysanthemum retrieved a gun with four barrels. After squeezing the trigger, each barrel became illuminated with a yellow electric glow and manifested an electric net. He shot the net at Kenobi and trapped the Jedi Master beneath it. Obi-Wan was done for, but Uncle Owen wouldn't leave him behind. Which, this is like one of those moments where Uncle Owen kind of just comes in clutch and actually saves the day. Uncle Owen stood up and rushed the Wookiee from behind. He tried to shove the monster to the ground, but... The bounty hunter was just too big and strong. Annoyed, Chrysanthemum turned to look at Owen. With a single arm, he sent Owen flying over a cliff. Now it was really time for Obi-Wan to swing into action. Now keep in mind, Obi-Wan is just kind of holding back this entire time because he doesn't want anyone to know that he is a Jedi. Even if someone from far away sees that he pulls out a lightsaber or uses the Force, you never know what could happen. And Luke was the last hope in the galaxy, so he didn't want to just let it slip, even if that meant his own life. Kenobi pulls out his famous lightsaber and ignites it, cutting through the electric net. He then levitated small rocks and dirt and sent them flying towards Chrysanthemum's face. 
With the Wookiee distracted, Kenobi tried to save Owen, who had managed to survive the strike from the bounty hunter. The moisture farmer was on the edge of the cliff, barely hanging on, clinging to a small, pointy outcropping of stone. Now, despite Obi-Wan's efforts, the now partially blinded Wookiee still had fight left in him. And you know what? He was more angry. But dust wasn't going to stop the Wookiee. So he lifted a massive boulder above his head and tried to bring it down over Obi-Wan. When Kenobi thought quickly, leapt into the air and flipped over him. Now in mid-air, he struck at the boulder and sliced it in half. And this is what gave Kersantan the scar over his eye. However, this commotion atop the rock surface weakened the tiny jagged point of rock that Owen was clinging on to the side of the cliff. And then it cracked. Owen started to plummet down to the dunes hundreds of feet below. Luckily, Obi-Wan had just enough time between beatings to catch Owen using the Force. With no time to explain the logic of the situation, the Jedi took further beatings from the Wookiee while levitating Owen, but they would eventually be too much for Kenobi to ignore. After another fatal hit, his Force grip loosened, and Luke's uncle went falling down to his death. Until Luke came zooming up in his T-16 Skyhopper. Catching his uncle on the ship's mast, the boy had saved the day. He could never leave home. Not really. Not as long as his aunt and uncle, who loved him so much, were still here. Reinvigorated by Luke's amazing rescue, Kenobi used his Jedi powers to their fullest as he proceeded to disarm and defeat Kersantan, deflecting all of his blasts and blinding the Wookiee. The Wookiee leaps off the cliff, and without any gratitude or thanks from Owen, Kenobi once again disappeared into the sons of Tatooine. Now, of course, that wasn't the first and certainly not the last time Luke would attempt to run away from home, but this moment marked a historic footnote in his relationship with his uncle. Now, had this fight gone on longer, or had this fight gone on in the Clone Wars, I think Obi-Wan Kenobi would have absolutely killed Kersantan immediately. That being said, Kersantan is a very difficult bounty hunter to kill. I'm hoping that we get to see this fight, or some iteration of it, in the Kenobi show. Realizing Owen had been too harsh with Luke, he now let Luke's dreams grow in a supportive environment. Even though he feared that Luke might get hurt, he realized that he needed to give him more space. And even though he didn't support Kenobi's attempts to train Luke in the ways of the Force, Owen wasn't quite so sure that ignoring the galaxy and hiding on Tatooine would be the perfect plan to protect Luke. Perhaps Obi-Wan Kenobi would be needed someday, and that day would eventually arrive. Hope you guys enjoyed this video on Black Kersantan fighting Obi-Wan Kenobi. I think Black Kersantan's a really cool character, and he's definitely just an overall badass Wookiee. And the fact that we got to see him in live action in the Book of Boba makes me very happy. Because I love seeing these comic characters come to life. I wonder who else we're going to see. And I wonder if Boba can actually take him out. Leave a like on this video if you enjoyed it, and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you. Always.